The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Davo. And despite three nagging injuries to everyday players on the Royals roster, and despite their closer being unavailable, the Royals continue to stay hot and continue to roll up a super impressive road trip. Now 5-1 and one as KC sweeps the A's 5-3 to three in Game 3 of the three-game set in Oakland. As it's Davo, glad you're along to talk some Royals baseball, as always, here on your post-game dish with clubhouse conversation where the Royals move to 44 and 28 a season high 16 games over 500 the ceiling continues to be raised that's also the high in the American League this year five and a half game lead in the central for the Royals their largest since 2003 Oakland meanwhile drops to 34 and 44 and loses the season series to KC one to five or five to one if you are the Royals and we're going to continue to get into this Impressive road trip and talk more about it. We're also, of course, going to preview the big showdown with Houston starting tomorrow, Tuesday and Wednesday. Kind of an unlikely showdown if you would have asked had these, you know, if somebody would have said in March, you know, Royals and Astros first week of well, last week of June slash first day of July. You know, two best teams in the American League. You would have thought they were crazy if they said that. But that's what we will have, and we'll talk all about that coming up in a few minutes. But let's start by getting to this game and our player of the game. The third time this year, Salvador Perez earns the honor as he gets his 500th career hit. And what a time for that. It ended up being the game-winning hit, a two-run blast, the home run off Edward Mojica in the eighth inning. His 12th home run of the season for Salvador Perez. Love it. And Salvi had three RBIs overall, also a chopper that drove in a run earlier in the game. Yeah, scored two runs as well. And I think he continued to show why he should be starting for the AL in the All-Star game over Steven Vogt, who's a, who's a great player having a great year. I mean, let's get one thing straight. Vogt gets on base a lot more, all right? When you're on basing at or around or up above 400, I mean, that's pretty impressive when we're into almost the first week of July. So Stephen Vogt, a hell of a player, a tough player, coming back from that wicked hit-by-pitch on Friday night. I mean, I thought for sure he'd be out for this series, the rest of it on Saturday and Sunday. Even if he didn't break it, I thought for sure he'd need you know two or three days to rest it. But he's right back out there. Didn't have a great series overall. And Vogt does have, like I said, the much better on-base percentage. Has one more home run than Salvi, so they're essentially a wash when it comes to the home run department. On defense, though, we saw a pretty bad pass ball and some other questionable plays from Vogt uh, defensively in this series that show you why Salvi takes the cake over Steven Vogt defensively. Vogt not a bad throwing catcher, obviously. Can throw guys out at a decent clip here. And has been good defensively. But, I mean, Salvi, to me, I mean, is the better catcher overall. A team leader... Salvi, a much higher ceiling with Stephen Vogt being almost 31 years old. Salvi, you know, still, I mean, just go through it. And, and I'm not trying to cut down Stephen Vogt or, I mean, it's not really about comparing the two. It's about winning ball games. But to me, it just showed why Salvador Perez is the premier catcher in the American League, seeing probably the guy who I consider the second best in the American League so far this season. So Salvi, a big day offensively for the Royals. Let's also give some props to Gerard Dyson. Couple of hits filling in for the banged up Lorenzo Kane, and Dice is not getting in there much this year, but getting the job done in recent days when he has Lorenzo Kane, of course. 
course, out with the leg injuries. Hamstring has some sore quads as well. It's been a quad slash hamstring uh, thing going on the last few days for Lorenzo Cain, who I don't know. I This is the point where you'd like to see him get a few days off. It did come in, obviously, to pinch hit later in the game for Eric Hosmer, who also got banged up with a finger injury. And, of course, Alcides Escobar, another finger injury, which got Christian Colon in this game. So that's the three Royals players who were out, one out for the whole game. Well, it was supposed to be out for the whole game. Kane came in, got it back, and got a knock. And then the other two came out early. So Casey overcame all of that in this game. And as an offense, the Royals, five runs, eight hits, Two walks, two for six with runners in scoring position, including a huge hit from Omar Infante. Let's not forget that one that ended the day for Jesse Chavez going to right field at the time, giving KC, uh, you know, the 3-2 lead. Omar Infante, that's to see him getting some more hits and driving in some more runs. He's, for the most part, laying off the breaking stuff low and away that's been getting him in trouble. That was a nice hit to right field today. So good to see Omar do that. So, I mean, you got the big hit by Salvi, the two-run home run, another RBI, a little chopper, infield chopper. That wasn't a great AB, but we'll take the result. Omar gets a run in. Moose had an extra base hit. So, Moose, the only other extra base hit besides Salvi this afternoon. Just a nice offensive day. Not a great offensive day. Jesse Chavez is really good in his five and two-thirds, allowing the three runs. Deserve better. His defense let him down, as they have all season and throughout this weekend as well. Although the Royals' defense did also let them down today. We'll talk about that now. And, of course, yesterday, Chris Young and now C.D.S. Escobar giving Oakland both of their runs. So Oakland can't whine too much in this series about defense because the Royals gave away a few runs as well. And Let's get to that right now. Jeremy Guthrie, great in this game, striking out seven in six innings. Guthrie seems to have the last few years. You know, last year was a game in Detroit, I remember. There was a stretch where he was can guys left and right for two or three starts. You know, he turns into Roger Clemens every once in a while. It was good to see. Six innings, seven strikeouts, seven hits, two runs, and two walks. The line was better than that, though. If you watched the game, you saw Gerard Dyson in that third inning miss the cutoff man. And you saw a little, you know, allow the runners to move it to second base. Then you saw the little uh, bloop hit that should have been caught either by Alex Gordon or Alcides Escobar. Both seemed to kind of lose it in the sun, but I thought it was more of a a lack of communication issue more than it was both guys not seeing it. I think both guys just thought the other guy was going to take it. So I mean, either way, the ball should have been caught. And either way, if that, that you know cutoff man is hit, then a run doesn't score there. The, runs, the runners would not have moved up, both of them. So, you know, whatever. Jeremy Guthrie, good day. Six innings, two runs, seven hits, seven Ks. We'll take it all day long from Jeremy Guthrie. The two-seamer was the key today for Jeremy, I thought. Chain speeds, worked inside. The, the two-seamer getting into the hands. A number of guys were sought off in this game. And, of course, Jeremy, a number of swing and misses, missed a lot of bats. And normally Jeremy Guthrie will miss the barrel, but maybe not miss a lot of bats. So that's just a testament to his stuff in this game. And it looks ominous a bit for Jeremy in the first inning or two innings before he kind of settled down and really threw a good game in this one. So just And by the way, for the whole series, let's go through this. Coming in, Oakland was 0 for 12 in the first two games of the series with runners in scoring position. 0 for 12. So the Royals pitchers making great pitches all the time. Today, they were 1 for 6 with, of course, the little bloop job that should have been caught. So really, that's a combined 1 for 18 in the series. Very easily could have been 0 for 18 Oakland in this series with runners in scoring position. So the Royals take five out of six from Oakland. Also, thanks to Franklin Morales, Calvin Herrera, and Wade Davis finishing this one out. None of the three are at the top of their game at all. Herrera gave up a run. Davis didn't look like he was at his best, giving up a near home run within five feet. And that's that's newsworthy right there, right? A ball at the very top of the fence. 
by Simeon within five feet of going out. So uh, the Royals, though, five and one on this road trip now, and they go into Houston with with no Wade Davis or Kelvin Herrera available tomorrow. But they will have Greg Holland in the ninth. They will have Ryan Matson to go to the seventh and the eighth innings tomorrow. So the bullpen will be in good shape with Joe Blanton taking the hill. Hopefully he can do like he did last time. And let's just go through the pitching matchups for this series here real quick. Like I said, five and one on this road trip. We said coming in five and four was a good road trip, and six and three was a great road trip. We we never even considered the possibility of seven and two, which is a definite possibility now if you get two out of three in Houston. But even if the Royals get swept in Houston, still a good road trip. Royals get one in Houston at the three, great road trip. They get two or three, God forbid. Well, let's just say I'll be extremely excited, especially with that large wager I put in on the Royals to win the AL Central in Las Vegas. Back in March, it's going to be about $1,200 richer for my $100 bet, $150 bet. Royals get no love to win the AL Central, and they're showing why they are the best team in the American League. And a lot of that's because of guys like Chris Young, who stepped up and stepped in, Ryan Madsen, and a guy like Joe Blanton, who goes tomorrow. So Blanton 2-0 at the one seven three against right-hander Lance McCullers, who is 3-2 with a 2-3-3. Let's start off with Blanton. Speaking of seven strikeouts like Jeremy Guthrie today, same thing for Blanton in six innings his last outing against Seattle when he outdueled the king, Felix Hernandez. Six innings in that game, one run on two hits, seven Ks and no walks for Blanton. If he's even 70% that good, the Royals will win this game tomorrow. McCullers, a first-round pick of the Astros in 2012. So he's just 21 years old. First time he'll ever see KC. He made his MLB debut back on May 18th against Oakland, actually. So eight major league appearances for McCullers. All eight have been starts. His last game coming off one run and six innings against the Angels with six Ks. So a guy the Royals have never seen. Two of the three guys in this series the Royals have never seen, with McCullers and Blanton going tomorrow. It'll be really, really interesting. And, and not to put the card ahead of the horse, you know, but with Blanton going tomorrow, let's say that Blanton... Uh, throws another really good game tomorrow. And he's probably not going to go six innings, one run, and seven Ks. Let's just say he goes six innings, three runs tomorrow. What do you do? I mean, you've got your Donald Ventura, who is so-so. Stuff was good from what I heard from my friend in Omaha who watched that outing. Uh, but the, the line wasn't great in his first rehab start. We'll make another one. You've got Ventura, you would think, within uh, a week to 10 days, most likely, of coming back. You've got Jason Vargas, same timetable. Chris Medlin moved up to Omaha where he'll make his next rehab start. you got him probably making four more minor league rehab starts. you got about you got a month, not a month, but yeah, about a month, about 23 more days, I guess, on Medlin as the clock is ticking. Uh, actually, he'll make four, four more. One, two, three. Yeah, make four more minor league rehab starts before he's activated. What are you going to do? you got Finnegan to send back down, obviously, with options for one of those three guys. Where are the other two guys going to go? Who's moving out? I mean, when Blanton was originally brought up, I'm sure he was one of the ones that was going to be sent back down slash DFA'd slash traded slash whatever you had to do. I'm sure that was the plan. But if he continues to pitch like this, I mean, like I said, Finnegan will be sent back down when you activate one of the other guys. But how do you – and I'm not even asking who's going to be in the rotation. I'm asking how are you going to find roster space for these guys. So the other two guys, let's say – let's just say Ventura comes off first, you know, whatever. Then Vargas is next. So Ventura and Finnegan sent down. Who's sent down for Vargas? No one has options. You can't – there's only three, you know, three guys on your bench, so you can't send down anybody on your bench. Franklin Morales can't go down. Matson can't go down. Frazier can't go down. Hochaver can't. 
Guthrie can't. Young can't. I mean, <laughs> where's the where are the where are the spots coming for these two guys? It's a great problem to have. I mean, you don't want to lose Franklin Morales, the only lefty in your bullpen. I mean, you just you don't want to lose any of these guys on this whole pitching staff. So, will somebody get a phantom injury? Will somebody be legitimately injured? Will somebody get traded? It'll be interesting to watch that as we move forward. So, Blanton and McCullers coming up tomorrow. Toss up game, if you ask me. I give da- uh, not Dallas. Dallas is pitching for Houston. I give Houston a big advantage on Tuesday because of Dallas. There you go. A pair of lefties, Duffy and Keuchel coming up on Tuesday. Duffy 5-4-4 ERA. Keuchel 9-3 with a 2-1-7. Keuchel could easily be starting, by the way, for the American League in the All-Star game. He's been outstanding this year. Coming off, how about this outing against the Yankees, his last outing? Shutout. Nine innings, six hits, one walk, 12 strikeouts against the Yankees. I don't like the Royals' odds at all on Tuesday. Keiko has gone at least six innings or more every single outing this year. The Royals saw him once last year. Didn't do a whole lot against him. Six innings, two runs on six hits with five Ks and a walk. And, of course, Danny Duffy coming off uh, a four and two-thirds against Seattle. Looked pretty good that outing. A game the Royals won on Thursday night. So we'll see how Duffy does on Tuesday. And then finally on Wednesday, a pair of right-handers. I like the Royals in this matchup quite a bit. Edinson Volquez and Vincent Velasquez. Another guy the Royals have never seen with Velasquez. Second-round pick at Houston in 2010. He's just 23 years old and has just four major league starts. And he's the exact opposite of Keuchel, who goes over six innings every start. Velasquez in his four starts has only gone over five innings once. And that was his last outing against the Yankees. Six and a third, two runs, and five hits. A guy who can miss bats, though, 19 Ks and 19 and a third. Volquez coming out the gym that he spun on Friday. Seven innings, one run, three hits, three Ks in Oakland. Not to that 1,000th K, just like Jeremy Guthrie did today. That was cool to see. Salvi the 500th hit. So some very cool things happening on this road trip. Oh, and one more note for Wednesday. We'll talk more about that game when it gets closer. But uh, Volquez is 6-0 at the 209 versus Houston for what it's worth. Again, take it for what it's worth. When you go back two, three, four years, I don't know how, especially with a young team like Houston and a team that's really obviously grown and matured and turned into quite the ball club in 2015. So we will be back again on all three of these games. We'll talk to you again tomorrow night on Clubhouse Conversation. Look forward to seeing how the Royals can do. But yeah, I mean, if they can get just two of these games in Houston and it's an awesome road trip. They get one, it's a great road trip. They lose all three, it's a good road trip. That's a good place to be in as the Royals begin the three-game set at Minute Maid Park. Have a good night and go Royals!